Hello and welcome to the 18th episode of the 34 Sports Podcast. My name is Nug and I'm joined again with my co-host Raptor. How's it going everybody? We're back, we're back, we're ready for another one. Yep. Um, I was watching a lot of NFL this weekend and I'm just going to give my thoughts on uh, the games. I'll go over what I saw and just, uh, it was it was fun to watch, I'm not going to lie. Uh, first game was the Bills and the Colts. Uh, well, I don't think this is an order, but this is the order I was thinking of them in. Uh, Bills and Colts was a close game, but in the end, the Colts could not uh, put together 12 yards to get in the field goal range. I was watching the end of that, and I just, it showed me that, uh, and I'll say it for a couple of QBs here that lost, uh, it's time to retire. I think Phillip Rivers needs to be done. They need to bring either Jacoby Brissett in there or somebody else. There had been talks of Carson Wentz, but I don't know how that whole situation is in uh uh, Philadelphia with uh, Doug Peterson getting fired today as head coach, so they might the next head coach might uh, be able to use Wentz. So we'll have to see. But How many years has Doc Rivers? I mean, Doc Rivers has Rivers been a QB now? At now? least fifteen. I can't say the exact number, but it's been I think around fifteen plus. He's been Jeez. in the league a while. He was in the Chargers forever. I remember that. But he what, just what? go ahead. I don't, I don't remember when he started to go downhill, but he's been iffy for a while. Well, he didn't go downhill, but he never did a whole lot for anybody in the playoffs. They were never really, uh, the Chargers never really made the playoffs, so he never, he hasn't had too much playoff experience, and he's never really went far. I mean, he's one of the all-time passing leaders, but that's really all he has done. So, uh, they, I would have rather had Jacoby Brissett. They're pretty one-dimensional. Uh, I don't know. The way uh, Jonathan Taylor, the running back, was running, they didn't really need to run game, but it still would have been nice to have a guy like Jacoby Brissett out there who could run the ball out of the quarterback position rather than just be stuck. Um, and I really just thought uh, it was kind of dumb that they um, couldn't even get 12 yards right there at the end. They failed to just – all they had to do was get 12 more yards. They were around the 40. They could have kicked the field goal. I still would have let this guy kick the field goal rather than throw the Hail Mary they did at the end of the game. But uh, that's the decision the coach made, so they got to live with that. Um, but uh, Indianapolis has looked better. They've got some decent young guys. Uh, the one that really comes to mind for me is Jonathan Taylor, but uh, they're not, I don't see them as being out. I see them, I mean, if they started Andrew Luck, this would have been a better game anyway, because Luck was, uh, I mean, I think he only played like seven seasons, so he'd only been through his ninth year by now. That would have been probably yeah. fairly good. I mean, they would have probably been a higher seed with Luck there, but I mean, he got beat up so much because of their own fault, so... They kind of put themselves in this position. But uh, the Bills rolling uh, on to can't – who do they play? They play the Ravens. Oh, they're going to torch the Ravens. They'll be on to the Ravens. Should be a good game. Lots of offense, but I think uh, – well, I'll get into that later, but on to the Ravens. All right, next game, uh, we got Steelers versus Browns. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster in the in – the, in the, Wow. Juju Smith-Schuster and the Steelers Corvette Corvette their way out of the playoffs by getting blown out in the first half and then not having enough of uh, their so-good offense to get back into the game. Um, I, I was rooting for the Steelers, um, 
till about week nine i was like they look good they look good and then i got i hate tiktok i'm gonna say it right now i really hate tiktok almost with a passion i think it's well i won't get into that but i really dislike tiktok and when juju kept just tiktok dancing on the logos it started to really get on my nerves and then at that eventually it grew to the point where every time he got hit really hard i was happy about it so i got i got tired of the steelers real quick they were cocky. Uh, there's a tweet by Chase Claypool that says, we don't lose. Uh, that happened after they went 11-0, and and then from that point in the season, they went 1-5. Uh, just They looked garbage. They couldn't run the ball. And yesterday, their defense didn't even look that good. Some of their main guys, Minka Fitzpatrick basically did nothing yesterday. Uh, T.J. Watt didn't really, he wasn't really that much of a factor. I mean... Uh, the Browns lost two offensive linemen at one point in the game, and they still could do nothing. They came back, but like the defensive side of the ball for the Steelers really had no no counter for that. Um, and it was surprising because I had, myself had thought as the Steelers as still the best defense in the league, but they didn't show it yesterday. Um, it was just... Uh, I think Big Ben needs to retire Ben Roethlisberger. He looked bad. He had one, I think it was pretty much this game-sealing interception. I think he had three or four interceptions yesterday. His pass got batted down. He had the most pass, the most passes batted uh, out of, uh, I, don't, I can't explain it, but he had tip, tip balls. That's what it is. He had the most tip balls by a quarterback this season. I think it was somewhere around 20, and... Um, he just doesn't look, his elbow doesn't look that good. A lot of people are saying his elbow looks out of rhythm, and he just doesn't look like the same guy. I mean, he's uh, he's 38 going on 39. Uh, after that performance, I know he probably doesn't want to go out on that, but if I was the Steelers, I would ask him very much so to be done on that because they need to find somebody else. Um, that was just a disgrace. Now... When I had picked the Browns last week, what I had picked the Browns, I said it depended on what Baker Mayfield showed up for them. And the one that uh, is the good one decided to show up. And he has more than lately played the good Baker Mayfield. Uh, Baker very well may uh, be playing the better Baker Mayfield for a while now. I mean, he's just really picked it up, and I think he's become a lot more consistent. I see him as being there for a while. Him and the coach, Kevin Stefanski, who was, wasn't even there because he had a, a COVID protocol. I think he actually had the virus and was still in quarantine. Uh, but him and Baker Mayfield seem to know each other pretty well, and they're running the offense to Baker's strengths, so it's working for them. Also helped that Nick Chubb uh, couldn't get tackled by the Steelers yesterday. Uh I don't get it. Steelers were supposed to be a good defensive team, but Nick Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt ran on them like it was nothing. Um, and the Steelers are right off into the sunset, being known as one of the worst 11-0 teams to ever play, ever to get to that spot in the NFL. Um, Browns are on to the Chiefs, and uh, they can have fun with that because that's going to be interesting. But... You got anything to add to that? Or no, No, I'm pretty sure that next game with the Browns and Chiefs, this one I can confidently say is going to be a beatdown. I think it's going to be <laughs> a lot of offense. It may be a beatdown, but I do think it's going to be a lot of offense. 
And like you it, saying that they're the worst love, I don't, I don't believe that. Well, they had to. The reason why I say that is because the only game they won the rest of the season is a comeback win against the Colts, where they were down twenty-four to zero in the first half. So I don't. At the same time, I guess when they went, but like, I, like I know they lost, but they did come back out of the break and score thirty-seven. Yeah, I guess it. Ah. Uh... burgers bad elbow. They scored almost forty. Well, I feel if the Browns, I know they weren't trying to hurt anybody, but they didn't play Garrett for good good amounts in the second half. They, like, rest him a little bit. And Miles yeah. Garrett was really getting at Ben Roethlisberger that game. Um, and the so, line like, I, just I, wasn't I holding up. I see why you say what you're saying for sure. Because I was so. getting afraid of that in the first half when they let the Steelers go up by seven. And then they got, because the momentum was starting to swing their way when the Steelers scored seven a, lo- a little bit. And then it continued a little bit in the second half. But if the Browns had not punched that one more touchdown to go up 35-7 to seven in the first half, I don't know how the game would have ended. Because that would have been straight Steelers momentum going into half. But by them putting that touchdown in, going into kind half it, it really yeah. it evened it out i didn't think it killed their momentum totally but it kind of showed them that the bounds weren't done tonight yeah because i mean as we saw last year with the um texans against the chiefs anything can happen uh especially being up you got to watch yourself yeah um, but yeah let's move on to tight go ahead one quick thing one thing about football is I think it's the most, because of the best of one format, it's the sport with the most upsets. I think I think that's a true fact in my opinion. But well, outside of March Madness, yeah. I mean, spe- specifically talking about the league, yeah. Because like in the NBA, there's the best of seven, right? So like you could lose the first two but lose the series, and the team that should win still could, but like. In like in football, like the Steelers, let's say they lost and it's an uh, upset because they're done already, right? So it's like they don't even have a chance, like other leagues do. So it's kind of yeah. crazy. Like a good team can get by if they don't play good one game. I miss best of well, I wasn't alive for it, but I've read about it back uh, in the late '80s, maybe earlier than that. They used to do best of three first rounds for the NBA, and I remember reading in the Bad Boys book, which is. Uh, more or less a biography about the first NBA championship for Detroit and Isaiah Thomas's early life. Uh, in that, they had to play the Washington Bullets in West West Unseld, I think. Yeah, that would have been West Unseld. They had to play them, and I think Detroit. Uh, I don't even know if they had home court advantage that one, but it was best out of three, and that went down to three games, and that was close. I mean, I think that would help that a little bit, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I like the one-game format because for football, to play more than uh, to play even best of three in football, the amount of fatigue you're giving every player is just not—it's not, not going to work. That's never going to happen with football. And it's just if you play bad for one game and you lose, then yeah, I guess you just didn't bring your best game. So. Yeah, that's why game planning. <laughs> that's why uh, Belichick and the Patriots do so well when they have a decent roster is because they game plan so hard. Yeah. All right, I'm going to move on to Titans and the Ravens. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but the Titans started hot in that game. They were up 10, but then the Ravens really stormed back. 
A uh, big thing for me was Derrick Henry was basically non-existent. It wasn't for him not showing up. It was just for the defense of the Ravens really keeping him on the ground. Well, not keeping him on the ground, but keeping him. I I saw a lot of stuffs right at the line. Um, he only had 18 attempts for 40 yards yesterday, and this is a man who put up 2,000 yards and 1,450-plus yards off of uh, the first, like where he almost got tackled and broke tackle. He had 1,400 yards just off of that this season. So for them to shut him down like that, uh, I mean, they meant business. Uh, the Ravens had to get a playoff win, more specifically Lamar did. Uh, Lamar Jackson has, to previous to this point in his career, has lost two playoff games in the first, uh, in the wild card round or just the first round, wherever they were. Um, and it was a, to the Titans last year, so they gave him one this year. Um, but, yeah, uh, the Ravens look good, but... Uh, next round they got the Bills, so we'll see how that goes. I don't. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute, but it was a good win for the Ravens yesterday. Lamar played well. I don't have a whole lot to say about that. Um, but we'll move on to Saints Bears. Uh, Bears no offense. Uh, Mitch Trubisky. I don't know if he's getting paid or not. They don't really have any other good options in Chicago. Uh, but. That Saints defense, uh, he, he had nothing. They had one field goal the whole game. Uh, Bears were the worst team in that whole playoff. Uh, Matchups-wise, I mean, how they got matched up, I don't know how well they would have done against any of the other teams either. But, uh, yeah, Saints move on. They get to play uh, Brady uh, this next weekend. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um Seahawks and Rams. I mean, did you have anything on any of those two games? or Not really, to be honest. It was just the, the way I expected them to go, to be honest. Yeah, those were fairly shut and open and closed. Yeah. Now, one that threw me was the Seahawks losing to the Rams. Uh, Russell Wilson, uh, you, all the people say let Russ cook. You got to see Russ cook some burnt chicken last night because he was awful. I had... I decide, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to bet on FanDuel. And I'm like, ah, it's first is wild card. I'll bet. I had Lockett and DK Metcalf. And in the first half, they gave me like four points apiece. And anybody who knows uh, sports betting at all knows that four points is basically nothing for two wide receivers that are the top tier on their team. Russell Wilson was getting destroyed, I assume, by Aaron Donald and the rest of the team. I'm not... I didn't watch it, but I assume Aaron Donald was really getting at him. Uh, didn't know if Goff was going to be there. Turned out he did come in, and he played uh, good enough. I mean, the defense was getting at the Seahawks, so there wasn't a whole lot they were doing. But the Seahawks team, anybody who thought Aaron Rodgers was an MVP, uh, look at yesterday, and you'll get the answer why he was an MVP. Uh, that was just horrendous. Seattle's defense was better, but it seemed like as the season progressed, the defense picked it up and the offense kind of died off. So they had a lot of issues yet, but I still thought they could have beat this Rams team who lost to the Jets. But uh, here we are. Uh, they're going back to, or they could stay right in Seattle because they actually had the home game and still lost. Uh, that's but tough. That's just, yeah. Now, another game. Uh, Washington at the Buccaneers. Um, I had Washington just because I thought maybe they'd get it at Brady a little bit, but Brady really showed that uh, it's playoffs time. Brady's ready to go. Uh, Brady, 
and Antonio Brown and everybody. Gronk didn't do a whole lot, but who knows? Gronk might slip in their next game. You got Godwin and you got uh, who's it? Can you think of the? Yeah, Mike Evans. Yeah, they've got so much uh, offense there that if, like they said at the start of the season, if they get to, together, that's the best offense in football with as many pieces. And they got. I can't think of the run. Leonard Fournette. They got Leonard Fournette yeah. to run for him too. So they're they're pretty well locked up. And the defense is, it's been hit or miss. But if they can play like they did yesterday, they'll be fine. Um, I will say that Washington's quarterback. Uh, he was from the XFL. I can't think of his name right now. Played fairly well for just coming in in his first game. Uh, may even get a contract out of it. Uh, Washington did put up more of a fight than some of the other teams here, um, namely the Bears did against the Saints. Uh, it was a fairly good game. I watched uh, some of it, but uh, Brady was just too much. If he plays like that, it's going to be awfully hard to put him out uh, in the next. Uh, we'll talk about it now. Let's switch over. Let's just go right into Saints uh, Buccaneers. Uh, I'm going to give my playoff predictions. Well, we're both are. Me. But. Um, Saints, Bucks. I've actually got the Buccaneers taking down the Saints here. Uh, I don't think Brady's going to lose to Breeze twice this year, and I think the way the Bucks are rolling and the way the Saints had just an easy game last time, I think the Bucks are going to knock them upside the chin and uh, move on from there. Uh, you got? What do you think? I'm I'm going to go with the Saints just because I think. Well, we've seen Alvin Kamara go off. Obviously, we know what he can do. We know Breeze is one of the most prolific QBs ever, but so is Brady. We both know well, that. Um, yeah, this could be Breeze's last run, too, which might give him extra motivation. That's what I'm saying, and I think I think he said that this could be his one of his last years. So I feel like he's going to – I I don't know. I think he's really going to try, and I think they can do it. So I'm gonna take the Saints in this one, but I'm not. But like, not even. It's not gonna be like a blow. It probably will be like a field goal in my, in my like my opinion. Okay, I it's not. See it's that. not gonna be much. Well, we saw Michael Thomas get in the end zone for the first time in nearly. I think it was like 390 days since he had had a yeah. touchdown. So if he's back, that's gonna hurt uh, the Buccaneers a little bit. But I that Buccaneers team looked like it's clicking at the right time. We'll have to see uh, next week. Um, Packers play the Rams. The Rams got their uh, Cinderella win here. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to put gonna, them. Yeah. The Packers are going to put them down yep. hard. Rodgers is still trying to. This is Rodgers' big run here. I they got. I don't know how to fare against the Chiefs, but I think I've got the Packers going quite a ways in this playoffs. In my opinion. Aaron, like, I'm picking the Packers, too, and I think this whole season for him has just been one good old, like, screw you to the coaching staff for thinking they were going to replace him. <laughs> well, that's a, the GM, too. Yeah, Gunta Kuntz is the GM's name. The only reason I know that is because I was watching the Pat McAfee show during the draft, and there's one guy that's a big Packers fan, and he was really mad, and he kept saying the GM's name. But, uh... That GM, I don't know. I think uh, Jordan Love, the QB they drafted, will be good down the road. But uh, he will get a lot of uh, teaching from Rodgers, but I just don't think it was the best choice. Rodgers could have used another wide receiver, but we see what he's done with Devontae Adams this year. But yeah, Uh, the Rams are not going to beat the Packers. (laughs) No, there's no way. Goff's hurt. I don't even know how the Seahawks lost to a Goff with a broken thumb, but 
or he has something wrong with his thumb. I don't know if it's broken, but it ain't uh, healthy. It's not healthy. Yeah, that 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 Packers team is gonna run a. They're gonna be done. But then we also said that again. So I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, but the Seahawks have been inconsistent. The Packers have not. Yeah, that's true. They've been consistently beating. Well, the everybody. Seahawks can consistently stay home now. So yeah, uh, they got the real stay-at-home order. Yeah. Um. All right, Bills Ravens. Uh, Bills could yeah, I got Bills too, but I think it's gonna be a fun game to watch. It's gonna be a lot. I mean, even Josh Allen can get out of pocket a little bit. I think you're gonna see a good amount of QB runs on both sides, and it should be an interesting. I don't game. think it's gonna be a blowout though. Either way, I'm saying ten points. I think it'll be a. Yeah. I think it'll be a touchdown and a field goal for the Bills. I don't. That's I think the Ravens can put up points. I think they can put up points, but I don't. Oh yeah. I think, yeah, and I think the Ravens' defense will keep it moderate, but I don't think they can hold the Bills. Could very well be another 40-point game for the Bills. We'll have to see. Um, but that one's fairly easy, Bills. Now, Chiefs and Browns. Uh, Mahomes is had a week off. I, I think that pretty well explains the whole thing. I, I, The Browns... Their time is coming. I don't think they'll ever, well, I can't say that firmly, but it's going to be hard for anybody to, Mahomes is going to be here consistently year after year. So it's going to. But to be not, fair, the Browns making it this far is like winning a ship for that team. Yeah, so. especially against the, the rival Steelers, how they put them down. That's, yeah. That's like a ship in itself for that, for that fan base. Like, I don't want to disrespect you guys, but like, it, well, they probably don't even feel disrespected because they won two games two years ago, and now they're in the playoffs and that's won against the Steelers. So. That's that's a big thing for you guys, but yeah, I don't it's short steps. Them. I mean, that's like Detroit getting in the playoffs, the Pistons specifically, and winning against the Bucks. For me, that would be how that would that be. would be like a shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, but like obviously, I do not see the Browns making it past that. Chainsaw. Yeah, I think uh, not only will the offense really get on him, but I think the Honey Badger, Taron Matu, uh, on the, I think that's how you pronounce his name, on the Chiefs. Matthew. Tyron Matthew. Tyron. <laughs> All right, yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right. But he's he's going to get at them, too. The Chiefs are just so well-rounded, it's going to be hard. I think if you see Chiefs and Packers in the Super Bowl, that's going to be interesting. And that would be the first time both one seed to went to the final, went to the Super Bowl. So uh, I really think it could happen this year. A lot of people don't. They're like, "Oh, two one seeds can't make it." But it did this year. The way it's lining up, unless the Bills somehow pull something out, I don't see anybody beating either the Packers or the Chiefs. Besides the Bills beating the Chiefs, that's the only oddball I see. I think it's pretty yeah. well set for me, Chiefs Packers in the Super Bowl, unless something unforeseen happens. Uh, I I I like I'm, we we won't get into that this week, but I I don't know I don't really see too much uh, adversary if, uh, for either Packers or Chiefs. But we'll we'll flip the NBA now. Um, NBA has been heating up, but also the COVID cases have been heating up for the NBA. We had two games postponed today, unfortunately. It would have been Porzingis' first game back. I actually probably would have watched that one. 
uh, but they have to retool. Uh, maybe tell people to just quit playing the Wizards because it seems like every time somebody plays the Wizards, they get the win, but they also get a case of COVID with the win uh, for three or four play. Well, it's usually maybe one guy gets it, and then there's the uh, tracing and all that extra stuff. I'm not going to get into that because I kind of get it, but I don't also kind of get it. But, um, yeah, it's been, they've got a retool, but we'll talk about what happened this week. We won't talk about that. Uh, power rankings right now, I finally, I mean, I'm just going to leave their power rankings what it is. I didn't really pick one this week. I'll give NBA.com's top 10 right now. Lakers at 1, Suns at 2, Celtics at 3, Bucks at 4, Sixers at 5, Clippers at 6, Pacers at 7, Mavs at 8, Nuggets at 9, and Warriors slipped in there at 10, finally coming around. I'll talk about the Warriors in a minute, but I don't disagree with this. Lakers have consistently been winning. Um, have had to play most of the game to get it, but they have still have won. Still the slim margins, but uh, a couple of the teams that I had uh, pushing them for the top of the power ranking have fell off a little bit. So Lakers are definitely your best team in the league at this point. Um, number two, Suns have just looked really good. Their role players have been coming out strong for them. Uh, Mikal Bridges, who was traded, I think, on draft night from Philly, uh, which he actually went to Villanova, so he wasn't too happy about that. But uh, 36 points the other night. I don't know why I said that. That was extra crap. It didn't need to be said. But uh, Jay Crowder's being, uh, been playing well. Uh, Ayton has just been really good for them. Booker's been... Decent. It hasn't had to score as much as he has to in the past because they've just been playing so well. Probably because Chris Paul facilitates so much and it's just... Uh, Chris Paul, ever since he went to OKC, has really... I mean, I kind of... I knew he was good, but like I was kind of thought he was overrated. But then when he went to OKC and now he's on the Suns, I kind of truly see really his genius. Um, but yeah, Suns, uh, Suns look good early. Um, Celtics look good. Um, it's different now with the way that Tatum and Brown have progressed in their career to a point where they can lead the team now without like, cause Kemba's out right now and they've been able to figure it out without Kemba. Whereas in the past when Isaiah Thomas went out uh, back when he was there they were and then when Kyrie them. was out, they, they were not in the best place. But now with as much time as they've had to deal with them out and how they're progressed as players, uh, they can they can pull the team without them there. And it shows that the Celtics, once they get Kemba back, they're going to be hard to beat. Um, number four is the Bucks. Uh, consistent Consistency is key for them. That's what happened in the bubble. And you can't get consistent when you have four or five months off. But that's what killed them in the bubble. But if they keep the same consistency that they had prior to the bubble in the regular season last year, they're going to be in a good position because they were, in, if it didn't get shut down, in very good position last year. Um, Philly at five. Uh, Philly, they're doing all right. They've been hit with uh, the Wizards' uh, COVID. Um, after they played the Wizards, they couldn't. They had to run seven players the next game, which included uh, Dwight Howard. Yep. Uh, Danny Green and uh, Tyrese Maxey. Um, I'm trying to think who it is. I'm not 100%, but um, had a bunch of people uh, that were. They had three rookies and um, two veterans, and the rest, I think the two off the bench were like mid tier role players. 
not very good. Still were able to keep it uh, semi-close, but it wasn't a complete blowout against the Nets. Tyrese Maxey put up 39 that game. But um, Philly's been doing all right. Uh, I like the Simmons and Bede fit more with Doc Rivers there. But um, we'll have to see. I got to see more out of Philly in the playoffs before I make too many things. Because you can play well in the regular season. But as we saw with the Clippers last year, who were at number six on this power ranking, um, you got to be able to do it in the playoffs or else it doesn't mean anything. Um, Clippers... Um, I actually blew a 20-point lead to the Warriors the other day. That's why they're at 6. I would even have them ranked probably down to 8 myself. But um, when Kawhi's been playing well, they usually play well. But Kawhi was there for that lead blow, so I don't know. I'm not, of course. I, I never am going to put all my chips in on the Clippers anymore. I did that too hard last year, and they let me down. It's going to take a lot to build my trust back up in that team. Um, and we'll see what they can do come farther through the season at seven they have the pacers um uh, i like the pacers right now oladipo despite what i said actually got back to form didn't think i would ever see it bogdan has been playing really good all-star form probably will get a snub they'll probably still have an all-star team uh come out but i think bogdan will be snubbed like beal last year but he is playing at an all-star level you've got the bonus playing really well uh, getting triple doubles occasionally from the power forward position, which is very rare. And um, Miles Turner's been getting a lot of blocks, and they're just they've been playing well. And they usually have uh, everybody score ten plus, and have a couple guys score ten plus off the bench. So they've got a fairly good rotation. Uh, Pacers look pretty good, and it's the East, which helps them even more. Um, now at eight they've got Dallas. Dallas has been playing decent. Uh, it would help if they we could have seen what they would do with Porzingis tonight if the game hadn't got postponed. Uh, Luca though, even despite not having a ton with him, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. has been playing fairly well. I will say that though. Luca, one of his big games last week, he had 38 points, 13 assists, nine rebounds, and four steals. Did have eight turnovers there. I will mention that. Still won the game, but. Uh, Luka's just been, I mean, uh, if they were playing well, and they very well may play well towards the end of the season, he could make a push for the MVP right now. I think LeBron's got that pretty hard at this point, but it is a, still a decent season that we have to get through before we crown an MVP. Um, I, they put Nuggets at 9. I, I guess if you're looking at this specific week, but they are 5-5, five and five, so I don't know about that pick at 9. Um Nuggets, um, they've, I mean, this week Murray and Jokic have been playing well, but at times I've seen weak defensive outings out of them because they don't really have elite defenders. They have more offense than anything. And I guess if you're in Denver, that works because of the uh, adrenaline you get from playing up in the mountains. So, um, yeah, we'll have to see what the Nuggets do going forward. Uh, Warriors at 10. I'll just get into home, my whole thing I've got here about the Warriors. Warriors, since Draymond have been back, are 4-2. Um, he's really been pulling the offense together. Less reliance on Wiggins and Oubre to bring the ball up, which was an issue early. Uh, Draymond makes sure the offense moves correctly. Um, one thing I will say that I really don't like right now is Kelly Oubre shooting threes. If Kelly Oubre doesn't shoot threes for them, they're fourth in the league if they take out all his missed threes. Um, so Ubre's got to figure that out, but with Draymond there, they look 
highly, they look at least somewhat competitive, if not competitive against top teams. Uh, I want to see them on a matchup against a team like the Suns or the Celtics or the Lakers or the Bucks. I want to see what they do there. I would like to see a Bucks rematch, especially what happened opening day. Or maybe, no, it was the, their second game on Christmas against the Bucks. They got toasted. But I'd like to see now that Draymond's back what it would be like. Um, but Warriors have picked it back up. I'm happy to see that. Um, don't know how uh, uh, competitive they are playoffs-wise yet. We've got to see more how they, um, how consistent they can be through the season. Um, but yeah, uh, did you have anybody you thought should be in the power rankings that weren't there? Not really. I agree with all of those. To be honest, I mean, the ones that are at the top should be there. The ones that are in there should be in there. I mean, the Warriors have brought it back. I mean, it's kind of weird right now because the power rankings, some of these guys, like the Nuggets, aren't even top eight seed right now, but they're already they're in the power rankings because everything's just so weird right now. Yeah, it's just kind of a weird yeah. picture. Yeah. I mean, the Knicks are like five and five right now, and so are, the, so are some of these teams. So I don't I feel not, bad for the Suns. The Suns? <laughs> Yeah, they're playing the Wizards. <laughs> well, I don't know. Wizards got to tune that up. That's all I got to say. Cause it's been... No, they're playing the Suns because then, so then the Suns are going to have some cases. They're down by 17 right now to the Wizards. Are <laughs> they really? Yeah, Who? 38 to 21. Is everybody playing? Let me check real quick. Yeah, let's have a quick check on this right now. since we're, yeah. Phoenix, Scott Paul, Devin, DeAndre, yeah. All of the guys that should be playing are playing. What about on the Wizards? I thought Westbrook had to sit. They got Beal with 13 already. They got Robbins. Like, the rest of them are like four yeah, points. Are they playing no. Wagner today? Who? Mo Wagner? Oh, let me see Mo Wagner. Maybe off the Mo bench? Because I know they need a center now. They're probably playing Lopez as a starter, but... I don't even see Wagner in the frame. Oh, wait. <sighs> Mortiz Vog. Is he playing or is he like bottom of the bench? Is it Mortiz Wagner? Or yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven points, three boards. He does? Good, good. I mean, he played at Michigan. He pulled them to the championship game for March Madness. And then the, high, the highest score for the Suns is six, and that's D Okay, well, I is. My question is: Is how much is Westbrook just? I mean, he's he's a good player, but it just seems like everywhere he goes, the team just doesn't seem to gel play. all the time. I don't know. He ain't even playing the. And they're actually winning today against the top team. I don't know. The Cavs are beating the Grizzlies. The Hornets are beating the Knicks. Horn the Hornets are beating the Knicks. What's Ball's numbers? We'll get into Lamelo Ball here. I won't talk too much about scores. No but... points, four boards, three assists, a steal. How many minutes? Seven. Okay, he's got to watch that. I was gonna start talking about him as a top rookie, but I hope he doesn't have another I mean, one of the zero point a games. Dub, and it was a nice triple dub. Yeah, he had a triple dub, but I don't. He needs to stay away from the zero point games, or he's gonna only hurt himself. Yeah, uh, he just started the second quarter. So okay, he's got time. Uh, for rookies-wise, Ball has played fairly well. He's the youngest to get a triple-double, but he has been inconsistent. Um, Edwards Edwards has been playing fairly well in Minnesota. Uh, not anything crazy, but I have seen some good skills out of him. Um, 
Wiseman and Golden State's been playing pretty good. His numbers have dipped with Draymond coming back, but, I mean, I'd rather see Draymond come back and take away from Wiseman as Wiseman grows as a player uh, and figures out how to play in that offense. Um, but, uh, yeah, you got... You also have somebody that surprised me was the one I said was a bust, like a not a good number four pick. Not really a bust, but I thought it was an overreach. But Patrick Williams in Chicago has actually lived up to a lot of the comparisons they had for him. They say he does kind of remind people of Kawhi. So if he does, if he is like that, then it definitely wasn't an overreach. Um, so we'll have to see if he can keep that up. I think he's getting like a block and a half a game and a steal. So um, if they, they could use a guy like that in Chicago because they can't really defend a whole lot. A lot of times... In the games that they win, it's like 130 to 125 or something like that. It's just high scoring, no defense kind of games. But there's been some decent rookie performances I've seen. Detroit's rookie, unfortunately, went out. Uh, doesn't make me the happiest. But we have a few young guys. Like I won't get into Detroit a ton, but Shadiq Bay, the 16th pick, looks pretty good for us. He had six threes the other day. Um, but uh, the rookie is still a little bit too early to tell on them guys. Uh, now, we'll get into my last point here. Um, uh, we're going to talk about the Raptors a little bit. Yeah. I, w I do have to say something. Siakam has played better since that game I really toasted him for. Over the last, since that, uh, against Boston, he had 22 points and 6 rebounds. Against the Suns, he had 32 points and 9 rebounds. He had 17 points, 9 rebounds, and 12 assists against the Kings. He's at 25 and 11 against the Warriors. I think they've only won one of those games, but still, at least he's putting up the production now, so there's less complaining on for him. Um, still don't know what their fix is. They still have some kinks they have to work out. Did not like Siakam's last shot last night. I will say that, though. They probably... Uh, I don't know what you do there, but I don't like that little spin move he did last night. But he did put up 25, so, I mean, I'm not going to get on him too hard. I have liked this... I have liked what I've seen out of him lately. He does, at least, if he can give you 20, 20 plus a night, he's worth the money that they pay yeah. him. I mean, he started, I don't know if he just didn't really practice in the, in the little time that he had in the offseason because he came out so cold. But the Raptors, what do you see as a real, like, what problems do you see coming from them? Because I'm kind of thrown. I, you think it's effort? Nick Nurse said we need to get them to care more. Literally. Okay. Like, like Nurse isn't happy. He said they need to care more. And he's like, I think a reporter asked him, how do you guys, how do you feel about the way, I don't think it was Kyle, but it was, I think, Flynn, like the new guy. And a oh, Flynn, like, yeah. No, and San Diego State. Literally, yeah. And he literally said, I mean, he didn't play. Like, he's not holding back this year. He's calling his guys out. Well, I mean, it's going to be his yeah. head on the chopping block. Now, I don't think they would fire him, but that's who you always look at as a coach when something like this happens. No, but I've never seen Nick Nurse call his own players out, so I know he's probably pretty pissed. Well, they've been, <laughs> well, I mean, he hasn't had too many instances where he's needed to because they've been in a constant state of being a top seed since he's been there. Like, I've literally never heard... Nick Nurse, I mean, I, it's not really calling a shot. It's kind of like a motivating insult, I want to say, is what he's trying to do here. 
But yeah. I've never heard him say that thing. Like he he is never somewhat thrown shade at a player. Never. I don't think Baines really gets your guys' just your whole persona you have there. I haven't really seen him do a ton the whole time he's been there. Baines no, is... the only thing I saw last night that I was happy about was it looks like we were getting our defense back in the sense of, like, really getting up on guys more than... Was it when Boucher was on the floor or was it when Baines was on the floor? No, it was Boucher, and that's why I think Boucher should start. <laughs> I think he should, too. I mean... I, what I think Nurse is trying to do with him is that Ibaka role. He's trying to fill somebody into that Ibaka role off but the bench, but you Jay don't Bain have the starter Bain. anymore. Go ahead. I, I, I think we should have like two blocks. 95% of the games he's touched the floor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what... I mean, you guys should have signed Trez, but Trez is going to L.A. I mean, it would have been very, very hard, and or you would have to overpay to hard for him. Up. Yeah. Or at least get Surge back. Mark yeah. Well, I wouldn't care, but Surge. Yeah, Surge would have started at that point over Baines. I mean, Baines would have probably never been signed if you had like, signed Surge. I very Surge. much appreciate Mark Gasol for what he did for us, but have fun, Lakers, with him dropping two a game with bleeding from the eye. Have fun. I saw him get six the other night. That's a high-scoring game for him. Yeah, but on the Raptors, he was dropping like 15. <laughs> Should be playing in a rec league somewhere, not on the Lakers. Or in Barcelona, like you said. He, he should have left. Yeah, he should have left. He could have been at home making bank over there. You can play. It's like a lot a, less intense over there. And it was a report. Mark Gasol is reportedly going home. And then a week later, Mark Gasol has decided to, re like, what? The Lakers got a, they, I mean, not got a, they already are kind of stuck in their position. They should, I would have rather them see, I would rather see Dwight Howard right now than Marcus all. I, I mean, it's working for them, so whatever, but yeah. Well, they haven't really had much reliance on him, but you wouldn't have had to add any reliance on Dwight either. Howard anyway. You wouldn't have, yeah. Or McGee. I still am stuck on McGee or Howard should still be there over Gasol. I don't... I I mean, Dwight, I think... how He's got to be close to Gasol's age, right? You want me to, I'll check right now. Because Gasol and Dwight seem like they've been in the league about the same amount of time. So Marcus Saul's age first. He's Gasol's got to be like thirty-seven, I would say. Thirty-five. Really? Man, Dwight man looks Howard. like he's three quarters of the way to forty. Dwight Howard eight. Dwight is thirty. They're literally the same age. <laughs> I would rather have Dwight out there. Thirty-five years old, both of them. Dwight's got uh, Gasol's all right, but it seems like he doesn't have a whole lot of up in him. Dwight can. Dwight's got a lot more effort, I think. Your Saul's just, I don't know. I'm going to keep harping on it, and probably people are going to say, why are you harping on your Saul? But I really don't I think that was a garbage pickup. I think they'll be all right because they are heavily relying on other players, and Gasol's not your guy. But I just don't really see it as that smart of a decision. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm going to just quit harping on it because it's not going to change. They're not going to trade for a center. Stop harping on it till next week. Yeah, probably. You're probably right. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, that's. Yeah, I'm not even going to talk about it. Doug isn't happy with the move, okay? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
One one other thing I'll mention is I keep seeing on Facebook all these idiots that say we should have signed Christian one. We should have signed Christian one. We should have signed Christian one. Isn't Killian Hayes injured? He's injured, but not. That's a separate thing. Yeah, Killian Hayes is injured. I but, just figured that out today. I didn't even know that. But <laughs> we signed Jer- Jeremy, or is it? Jer- no, this is Jeremy Grant. We got yep. Jeremy because there's two of them. I get him confused. He put up thirty with. 11 rebounds and there's still people in the comments oh we could have gave wood that money we could have gave wood that money shut up you can't build around a center anymore you stupid idiot stop talking about they got a guy that i want to see them give more minutes to off the bench as plumley as the season goes you got isaiah stewart off the bench getting four and a half offensive rebounds a rookie out of washington that's like the most in the league right four yeah for yeah, I think it is Rookie. the most in the league. No, or it I think, might be the most in the like league. Four and a half, I think. Four and a half offensive rebounds a game. He gets like a block most generally, if not two a game. I I get I like Mason Plumley out there. I think we remain fairly competitive, but we still suck enough where I'm happy we're gonna go for a pick. But uh, I think Isaiah Stewart would be a good complimentary big and like more. He's short. He's like six nine, six ten, which is Ben Wallace's size. And he's out there. He gets you rebounds, and he's not out there looking to score. And Jumman, uh, the people are on Jumman, and what you can't focus in on a big anymore. I mean, Wood was good, but Pistons fans are stuck on always wanting to compete every time. Oh, we we need it quick. It's not going to be quick. We we have set ourselves up in the last I've watched I've watched garbage my entire life and there's people that want to just keep bringing that garbage in. They that like when what we What the ha- hell? What? Apparently Isaiah Stewart's 15th in the league. Is he in like league stats, but rookies is number 1. Okay. Well, he's still Number 1 is Andre Drummond. <laughs> I don't. Drummond is a stat pattern. I'm never gonna. Drummond is a stat pattern and an offense. He slows the offense. I'm not gonna talk about that stupid play I saw when I was at the game. I talk about that every time. But I'm just. He slows the offense down. Goody's in Cleveland. They need somebody to score in Cleveland. In Detroit, we've got. It's not a big league anymore. And Drummond wants the ball too much. Cleveland can have him. I'm tired of Drummond. Who's the last? <laughs> Who's the last? Holy shit. Who's the last? <laughs> Kevin Herter at 96. Kevin, Her- Kevin Herter's not getting bored, so that's the thing. He gets one, but then, then like, Drummond averages 4.1. Well, yeah. have like, a Stewart at... Well, he probably dropped off because Casey's been getting on my nerves. Dwayne Casey has been making me mad because he will—he has been treating Seku like garbage this whole season. The rookie we had last year played really well, had the 25-point game. Now he gives him four minutes a game, and he plays Blake like 30 minutes a game. You idiot. Isaiah Stewart's like 2.75. Okay, it's dropped off, but that's to be expected. But like, Still not bad, though. It's almost three. No, I mean... Uh, I just, he's playing, I don't want Blake to get injured, and I, I I don't wish this, but I'm saying if Blake was injured, I don't want him to get injured, I really don't, but if he was injured, it would make Casey face the facts that he has to play these younger guys, I don't want Blake injured, I'd rather see him trade him off as the end, but there's like, Blake should not be playing no 28 minutes a game if you're saying we still, we want to get the rookies some touches. 
You're just you're just passing the buck, and I'm tired of it. I, I mean, I like Casey, and we've I I like I almost feel like I'm being too quick here because I know the kind of coaches we've had for years. We've had guys that last a year and are gone, and we've had guys like Van Gundy who I want to throw a brick at. I hate Van Gundy. I hate him. I hate the stupid Blake trade. I hate the fact that he had okay, yep, Reggie uh -huh. Jackson, Contavious Cowboy Pope, Marcus Morris, Tobias Harris, and Drummond there all at once and had the best chance we've had in 15 years and couldn't get anything done with it besides a sweep in the first round. Because we got the eighth seed because he couldn't get anything done with it because he wants to play seven players a game. And then the GM moves. He picked, let's, let's see who he picked. Oh, he picked Kennard over Donovan Mitchell. He picked Henry Ellison, who I don't even think he plays in the G League anymore. I think he's actually overseas now. But why never make a player never make a coach a gm at the same time never do that that's dumb you saw what happened in the nfl when they let bill o'brien become the gm and the coach he traded off deandre hopkins that's one of the dumbest moves i'm just i'm so tired of this segment's called nugrages <laughs> well the, we, i'm not we're not trusting the process like philly but we also need to like the young guys have to get touches. We're going to suck anyway. Let the young guys get touches is basically where I'm at. Wait, I mean, we can be competitive all we want, but we've tried that for years and years. And yet, I just want to see something decent. I have to watch other teams to see something decent. I can, sports in this in Detroit right now are at the worst I've, that they've ever been, to my knowledge. I don't know. I haven't been alive for years and years, but... Uh, I, for the Tigers, the Lions, the Red Wings, and the Pistons to all suck at once, I think is a rare thing. I don't think there's been very many points in Detroit's history where all four teams suck. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. The Lions just—they're the Lions. No, let's not talk about the Lions. They're the Lions. They do what they do. But the Tigers are the bottom of the MLB. The Red Wings blew their playoff streak a couple of years ago and still haven't bounced back. The Pistons actually look the most up out of any of the franchises. And right now, Casey's trying to do his crap here where he's not. The young guy's got to play. Blake's got to go down the river and so does D. Rose because they need to open up minutes. Just so, I got to quit looking at the comment section. That's my problem. I got to quit looking at mm -hmm. it because there's just these guys that are stuck in... Oh, there's. I saw a guy the other day say if they got Andre Drummond a point guard, we would have been a good playoff team. They said, oh, if we got Kemba Walker, we would have been a playoff team. You're an idiot. Shut up. That's a stupid well, comment. I mean, who's your point point guard right now? D Rose for the most part. Kemba would be better. I'm not gonna lie. Well, yeah, Kemba would be better, but people don't come to Detroit. They don't come to Detroit. You have to draft people into Detroit, and you got to grow them. Well, it's the same way with my Raptors. Nobody came to Toronto until Kawhi did, so... Yeah, you guys got to do the same thing. So you guys need to have maybe... I mean, I. It, it's hard to really say that, but like you guys might have to win a ship like the Raptors did to now be looked at as a contender. Because now we get like we get some guys looking at our team that never would have even batted an eye at well, us. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think when we made a big 
Last like, time we had a big... Harden was apparently talking with the Raptors. Probably would have never even looked at them if we didn't win. Yeah. We, we've we <laughs> done trades like that in the past where we've thrown players to win. I mean, we traded Adrian Dantley for Mark Aguirre. We've traded... Yeah. We traded um, Jerry Stackhouse for Rip Hamilton uh, and just guys like that. But when that 4 team, we had guys that were just, they weren't even that good on other teams that came to Detroit. Like, who knows, maybe, I, I'm not, I really doubt, but Mason Plumley could be a guy like that that just was kind of a mediocre guy on another team. I, Plumley wasn't mediocre. He was a decent role player, but... Like, yeah. But comes to Detroit and is like one of their top guys and they can contend with them down the road. Now, do I think Plumlee will be here two to three years down the road? No, but I'm saying that's how Detroit's done it in the past is drafted guys. Back in the day, we brought Bill Lambeer in from Cleveland. Um, but we've been able to do it in the past. It's just I like the GM now. We haven't really... Even like Joe Dumars, even though he won a ring, he got lucky the first few years with that. He didn't really, he wasn't able to consistently keep success in Detroit. If anything, he helped uh, Detroit into this slump they're in right now by drafting guys like Jarabko, giving Stucky the keys to the team for a couple seasons there, and just doing stuff like that. I'm just, I don't know. I don't want this to edge on for too long, but I really think Detroit's, uh, young guys wise is in the best position they've been in in a while. I've seen the most out of like even like Shadiq Bay, who I didn't know who it was before he came. He looks decent, and you've got Sake who looked decent last year. If Casey would play him, yeah, I I don't know. It's just it seems like all the Detroit teams have dysfunction one way or another. So. Hopefully, at least one of them can figure it out, and hopefully it's the Pistons for my sake. I mean, I know there's a lot of Lions fans, but they've had to deal with it for a while. Uh, and my dad, who's a Tigers fan, so he would want the baseball away, so it's like... Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a few years before Detroit's got anything worth watching. Yep. All right. Well, I'm going to end that here. Uh I don't know how many people listen to the whole thing to this point. I don't know how many people cut out after the start of the rant. But if you made it this far, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. There's no watching. But um, thank you for listening. Uh, if you disagree with anything, if you think the Pistons are in a bad spot, drop a comment. Comments. Yeah, leave it in the comments. And uh, Subscribe if you're not, or if you're on YouTube, not if you're on the podcast platform. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. But uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, have a good day.